good to see everybody. Thursday night has arrived. Let's get to this. We're going to be cutting our YouTube link in just a second. So if you're on YouTube, switch over to BlackRobeTV.com, TomLifely.com, Rumble, or Facebook. Switch over to those now. Get used to switching over to those other platforms because you never know what the tech tyrants might do. We're going to hop to the border real quick, and then we're going to get to Rittenhouse. This is a Ben Burkwam video. Absolutely shocking. I'm just going to let it play. Play it for me. This is truly how pathetic the left is. I'm down here where we the people built the wall. This is the wall that America built, that the citizens of America built, uh, that the federal government said couldn't be built. But Tommy Fisher and Fisher Industries came along and said, we can build this wall. We built the wall. But down here, the leftists, the IBWC, they sued and said, well, you can build your wall, but you have to leave the gate open. They lock the gate open. This is Joe Biden and the Democrats. This is what they think of America. They leave this gate open. They don't need it open, but they leave it open. They leave America unsecure. They're enemies within and they have to be defeated. This lock should be ripped off. This gate should be closed and America should be secured. That is their primary. There we go. I just wanted you to see that real quick. The wall was built and they actually chain the fence door open. That is the Biden administration. In case you're wondering why that is, it's because when you are a globalist, not a populist, not a nationalist, not an American first person, when you are a globalist, when you see yourself as a governor of a globalist state, that's what Joe Biden thinks. He does not think of himself as a president of a sovereign nation called the United States. He thinks of himself as a governor of a globalist state called the United States. That's why even when there is a wall that is up, that was built, when the government said it couldn't be built, it was built. It was locked shut during the Trump administration. It has since been swung wide open and chain linked open, chained open. That is the Biden administration. That is absolute fact. That is 24 hours a day. People can just walk in drug, uh, drug users, uh, drug peddlers, rapists, child peddlers. All of it are walking through our gates every single day under the Biden administration. Because when you're a member of the World Economic Forum under Klaus Schwab, as Joe Biden is, you do not recognize the borders slash the sovereignty of the United States of America. Let's switch over to Rittenhouse. This is the latest stuff that's going on right now with Rittenhouse is this cropped video. Now keep in mind that the Goebbels wing, the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party are the ones who actually took this video footage. It's kind of funny how that worked, didn't it? Well, here's the, this is the FBI that actually took this video footage. And this is a Jeff video. It's entitled Cropped FBI video provided to the defense versus prosecution's copy. Play it for me. Do it side by side, Aaron. Everybody, you can see it real easy right here. You see on the top, the grainy, blurry vision version that was given to the defense. Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney right up here. And then, of course, the, the, the prosecutor's copy right down here. Nice and perfect. Look like 8HD versus a 1980s video shot from my camcorder. That's the difference. That that was what was given to each uh, branch in the court. To uh, Rittenhouse's defense 
and to the prosecutor. Two different appears to be two very different versions. Well, let's look at this. Now, I don't know much about this, but Tim Pool does. Play it for me. All right, we didn't have any audio on that video for some reason. See if you guys can pull that up. Just an interesting side note on this is uh, on a side note on the trial itself. Grosskrantz, the the one of the victims, the one who was shot but not killed, he had his second DUI. He received his second DUI just months after. Second DUI received just two months after he attacked Rittenhouse, and that DUI was dismissed. And I'm just curious why he hasn't been charged with an aggravated assault. Why is it that he was not charged with aggravated assault for pointing his firearm first at Rittenhouse? Again, this just reiterates the corruption of our judiciary system that we have right now. Explain to me why you have a 28-year-old man who points a loaded 9mm with a round chambered at Kyle Rittenhouse's face, and he is not charged, but the man who shoots him because of what he did, is charged. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. There you go. Now, Dr. Conservamom, um, this is NBD. N- this is, you got the next one, Dr. Conservamom, tweet. Oh, we do? We got Tim Pool? Play it for me. For a long time. And let me just tell you, based on, on my decades of working with video editing software, and especially running a company where, where, I've, where I've produced documentaries in the past, they... The prosecution, in my expert opinion, willfully downrendered this video, manipulated the evidence to hurt the defense because they thought the defense would not notice. Let me explain. I explained this yesterday, but for those that have missed that context, everybody was saying they withheld evidence. That was the big breaking story. Jack Posobiec, with all due respect, he tweeted they withheld video evidence. That's not true. But I understand why you may have gotten that wrong. They provided manipulated evidence. If the prosecution did not turn over the video and then went to court and said, we have video, the defense would say, your honor, we've not been provided this evidence and we need to formulate our defense. The judge would be like, of course, what are you doing, prosecutors? You can't do that. Give them the evidence. Here's where the state got clever. Give them a grainy down, a lower resolution, compressed version. They will not know the difference. They'll watch it. They'll be confused and unable to formulate a defense. We'll then play a high res version for the jury to make our case. And I'll be I'll be honest. A lot of people are like, wouldn't they notice the video was clearer when it was being played for the jury? No, no. I mean, seriously, pull up YouTube, watch a music video at 720p. Or, or 10 or 720 because it was like 814 or whatever. Drop it down to 144 or 240. See, 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 see if you notice. Because I'll tell you this. You will see the immediate change. But put it on a TV. Play the video. And you'll understand how it could be that on a TV, sitting in a courtroom, you would not notice the difference in resolution. It was only because the defense was showing their version to the jury that the prosecution was forced to, to, to bring in their evidence. You see, this is where their plot, in my opinion, unraveled. Their, their goal was to show their version to the jury and argue, see, that's his gun pointing, and it was a slightly clearer version. 
the defense with a clearer version could have said, here, here's our expert witness. Here's our expert to enhance this and show you what really happened. But they didn't get that opportunity. They even said they would have crafted a defense differently. When the defense played the low res version for the jury during jury, instru- I believe it was during jury instructions, the uh, for the court, I believe, not not for the jury. The uh, no, I think it might have been for the jury. Okay, I could be getting that getting that wrong. But what happens is the judge is looking at the video, so I think it was for the court, and the judge may have been like, "You can't see anything," so they had no choice but to be like, "Our version is much clearer." That right there should have stopped the judge, stopped the court, and I don't understand why it didn't. The judge should. So there you go. What should happen right now is really what should have happened, of course, and I digress, but there never should have been a trial to begin with. It's very clear that Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense in all three cases. However, because you have an idiotic prosecutorial staff in Kenosha, Wisconsin, you have this case right now. So anyway, but what should happen is, first of all, a directed verdict, which should have been right now without even going to a jury. The judge says innocent on all three counts, the case dismissed. But right now, what should happen is a mistrial right now, right at this very minute. We have three days now. We're on day three of deliberations. Deliberations that should have taken three minutes have now taken three days. And you have to ask yourself why some of this may have to do with the bogus sort of accusation that the prosecutor's making called provocation, that somehow Rittenhouse, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Uh, It's not provocated, is it? (laughs) It's not the right word, but provoked. There we go. Provoked, actually provoked what happened. He didn't. He didn't provoke it at all. And they're using this grainy footage. Now, here's the thing. What's happened is, is is the jury, while in deliberations right now, is asking for that footage. And rumor has it that there are, it's just rumor, that one or two of the jurors is hung up because they don't want to pronounce Kyle Rittenhouse innocent and then suffer the consequences from the, from the mob, which again gets into Proverbs chapter 20, verse 10, differing weights and differing measures, the Lord detests them both, or Proverbs chapter 17, verse, verse 15, acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests them both. When you are on a jury and you cannot, if you, if you know that you are scared to do what is right, you should have said that prior to ever accepting being on that jury. You can easily get out of being, you can't get out of jury duty, but you can very easily get out of being on a jury by simply saying, I don't think that I can be honest because I'm worried about my own health. If I deem this uh, defendant to be innocent, that's what they should have done. But they didn't, so we are where we are. And this is why you had Derek Chauvin sentenced to 22 years when somebody convicted of the exact same crimes on average in Minneapolis is, is sentenced to 11 years. It's all politics. What it, and I want to ask the Democrats that are fine with all of this, because right now it's streaming toward their benefit. Everybody who's canceled is a conservative. Everybody the FBI investigates and arrests is a conservative. And you like it right now because it's to your benefit. Understand that it will and always does turn on you. It will happen. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. If you are sowing corruption, that's actually the verse that follows. 
He who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So if you are sowing corruption, you will reap corruption. It will come for you. You will be arrested for something that you don't want to be arrested for. Investigated. You might like it right now that you have Merrick Garland who puts up a FBI investigation into parents who are complaining at school board meetings. You may like that right now because it's got nothing to do because it benefits you politically. But understand that Merrick Garland won't always be the attorney general. Joe Biden will not always be the president. What happens if somebody does this to you? And what you need to remember is if you're a Democrat is that you licensed it. You said, you know what? We are going to use the police as political weapons. We are going to use them to lock up our political adversaries, not criminals. People like Roger Stone, General Flynn, who committed no crimes whatsoever, were locked up and were only pardoned. They were pardoned by President Trump. I mean, Roger Stone was facing nine years in prison for exactly the same thing James Clapper did, exactly the same thing John John. Brennan did exactly the same thing Hillary Clinton did, which was allegedly lying to Congress, which by the way, Anthony Fauci has done over and over and over again on gain of function research alone. But yet you're okay with it that Anthony Fauci gets away with it and Republicans get prosecuted, but eventually it will turn on you. Eventually, you can ask all of these people. They sit there and they sow into wokeism, 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 and the next thing you know, you're the governor of New York and you're kicked out because you were the one that was actually touching women against their will. Don Lemon's facing accusations. Chris Cuomo, the governor's brother, is now facing accusations. It will eventually turn on on you. Let's go on. Continue on with Rittenhouse. Dr. Conserva Mom, NBC producer Irene Byron deletes all social media after identified by Judge Schroeder or Schrader, Schroeder I'll call it, as responsible for an NBC MSNBC journalist following attempting to photograph the Rittenhouse jury, resulting in the network being banned from the Kenosha County Courthouse. So allegedly, and we put that word in front of all this for now, allegedly this MSNBC reporter, she is, you know, subcon private contractor, but with MSNBC was actually freelance reporter was out there trying to allegedly film the jury. Now, again, are you okay with this if you're a Democrat? Because if you are, understand that this will come for you someday. And what would happen if this was, say, the Federalist or Gateway Pundit sending one of their freelance reporters out there to film the Chauvin jury? What would happen then? Ask yourself these questions before you're okay. Because what's supposed to happen in our judiciary system is that it's all separate from politics. The very, the, the very uh, truth that we have, even we are even having a trial right now, shows you how corrupt the system is. The criminal justice system is incredibly corrupt because there is a trial with Kyle Rittenhouse. Go to the next one for me, guys. Look at this graphic. Love this graphic. You cannot use deadly force. This is from Thomas Binger, the prosecutor. You cannot use deadly force against protesters. There's the rule, right? That's what he just said. There's the rule. Against protesters to protect property 
Wouldn't you agree? District Attorney Thomas Binger, read the bottom. Ashley Babbitt, protester murdered by Capitol Police on January 6th. What was she doing outside of potentially destroying property? She had no weapon. She had nothing. She was, uh, I believe she was five foot two, 110 pounds. And she was shot through the neck by Capitol Police officer, uh, last name is Bird, shot through the neck. So I guess that the rules apply only to the right. That the right is not allowed to shoot anybody who's involved in any sort of protest. And by the way, what was, how was Ashley Babbitt in any way, shape, or form a threat to Officer Bird? He had three Capitol Police officers that were directly behind her. No more than five feet from her were three Capitol Police officers with their fingers up their noses doing absolutely nothing on her side of the door. And he was on the other side of the door and shot her through the neck. I guess that violates the Democratic Party rule. Where's where's the outrage? Where you have Kyle Rittenhouse gets attacked from behind by a child rapist trying to take his gun, shoots that guy, gets attacked being hit in the neck with a skateboard over and over again, shoots and kills that guy. Then another guy comes charging at him with a loaded 9mm, shoots his bicep off. That's Gage Crossgrunts, who is a two-time convicted DUI and, and... and other, and other crimes too. Huber the same way. The first one, Rosenbaum, a five-time convicted child molester and rapist. Those are, all three of them, convicted criminals. I believe at least two of them convicted felons. What was Ashley Babbitt? Uh, she was a convicted uh, nothing and was a former m- member of the military. And where's the outrage? Where's the outrage from MSNBC and CNN and Joy Reid and everybody else on the left? Absolutely zero. Of course, we don't expect it. I'm not surprised. I just like to make sure we flush all of this out. You put this side by side. There you go. Go ahead and play, guys. Well, this is just mute it. We don't need to hear all the yelling. As a matter of fact, let it play, Aaron. Just do full screen. Let it play. There you go. Hit it. Just let it go. the thing i want to ask you this now again that's a great example of the greatest threat to america according to christopher ray and according to joe biden is white supremacist terrorism now play the video muted next to me guys if you can so the greatest threat to america right here of course is white supremacist terrorism we got that down and now what would now this was at a protest ready a, a protest and these are protesters right now that's what happens when you don't have a firearm that's why i wear the shirt that i do see i'm going to stay free because that right there is not going to happen to me if you want to do that to me you will suffer a grievous consequence and i know how to shoot 25 years in law enforcement i know how to shoot i know how to put bullets down range This will not happen to me. This is why you have the Second Amendment. You're not worried about deers attacking you. You're worried about people like this attacking you. It's got nothing to do with color. I'm just telling you, where's the white supremacist terrorism? I'm just curious. 
Where is it exactly? I would love to see. Show me videos. Please show me. You can get off this. You can show me videos, please. I will play them. I promise you, I will play them. Show me white supremacist terrorist videos anytime from 2019 to now. Please show me. I, I would love to see that. But the reason why I showed you that video was on Twitter, and the point was made by the people that were playing it on Twitter, was this is what would have happened to Kyle Rittenhouse if he was not armed. And that's exactly right. What would have happened? He was being run down and attacked physically, even by a man with a gun who pointed it at his head. That's what would have happened to Kyle Rittenhouse. He has every right to defend himself. Every single right. What do we got next, guys? Okay, we're moved on. I've got a couple others here that I don't know what. I don't know. I've, I've lost my order. All right, moving on to vaccines. All right, Wittgenstein video. Peter McAuliffe, play it for me. We had data published in the MMWR, first author is self, and this is published by the CDC. That's the best data they ever have, Alex. They showed with the legacy variants earlier in the pandemic, we're talking about the wild type alpha, beta, a little bit of gamma, that in fact there was protection from a community estimates, from hospitalization with the vaccine program. And Moderna was, as I recall, about 90%. Pfizer was at 70%, J&J about 68%. You can look up that paper and get the exact percentages. Those aren't bad. Everything changed when the Delta outbreak occurred. What happened was once we got to enough people vaccinated, the, the dominant mutant moved forward that could thrive among the vaccinated. And that's when the floor started to fall out of the vaccine program. Israel and the UK are ahead of us. Now we're up to over 90% of those in Israel with COVID-19 are fully vaccinated. In fact, they're fully engaged in a booster program. It's obviously not working. In the UK, the 43rd UK surveillance report, you can look it up. They have between 80 and 92% of people over age 50 fully vaccinated. And in fact, the point estimate of those dying in the UK right now, Alex, with COVID-19, 81.8% of individuals are fully vaccinated. Wow. So when... So there you go. Now I want you to I want you to see. Now I've been telling you the truth. That is Dr. I repeat, Dr. Peter McCullough. He told you the exact same things that I've been showing you off of the UK's governmental website. I told you over the last 60 days, 82%, he put 81.8%, 82% of all, I repeat, all COVID deaths in a country, I can't remember what he said, what the percentage is in the UK of vaccinated people. It's 70 plus, it's 70 plus percent of their population is vaccinated. Is it 90, Aaron? Okay, Aaron, just show me 90. So 90% of the UK's uh, population is fully vaccinated. So of everybody dying there of COVID, not of all the other things, of COVID, 81%, 81 81.8%, 82% in the last 60 days are fully vaccinated people. And I told you, back in January of this year, when nobody, actually it was February, correction, February. So February of this year, when basically nobody was vaccinated in the UK, very small percentage, let's just say, just for conversation's sake, 20% 20% of their population was vaccinated. Let's just say back in February of this year. Even with that, 64% of the people dying of COVID in February of 2021 in the UK were fully vaccinated. And I said then, watch it go up as more and more people get vaccinated. So there's the absolute. So we've gone in a mere what? Seven months from February till now, 
We've gone up from 64% of their COVID deaths were fully vaccinated. Now we're at 82% of their COVID deaths are fully vaccinated. And Boris Johnson's response is what? So there's your absolute fact. Remember the, the, uh, the vein that I am in right now, the trench that I am in, is the absolute delusion of our time. The absolute delusion of our time is absolute fact responded to with absolute nonsense and lies. Kyle Rittenhouse, all three cases are blatantly self-defense via video and eyewitness testimony. The response, absolute lies of putting him on trial for first degree murder and attempted murder. So here you have absolute fact, 82% of UK citizens dying of COVID are fully vaccinated. And the response of Boris Johnson is let's do some boosters. Let's, and, and by the way, those numbers, as, as Dr. Peter McAuliffe said, Israel and the UK are ahead of us. How are they ahead of us? They're ahead of us in releasing information. They're not ahead of us in true statistical data. We have the exact same thing happening now. Whenever you see somebody come out and say the hospitals are full of the unvaccinated, look at me now, they are lying. Make them prove it. Make them prove it. Show me the stats. Show me the charts. Show me who's vaccinated and unvaccinated without using any names. You don't have to do any of that, but make them prove it. He said that Israel and Great Britain are ahead of us. They are in releasing statistical data. 90, 85 to 90% of all hospitalizations in Israel are of, for COVID-19 are fully vaccinated people. So what are they doing? There's your absolute fact. Their response is, let's line you up and all the citizens are around the blocks for your fourth booster. And in order for you to be considered to have a COVID vaccine passport, you need to have your fourth booster. That's the response to 95% of severe hospitalizations in Israel being fully vaccinated people. Do you see it? It makes absolutely no sense. You belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of lies. Jesus responded, yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. 82% of those dying of COVID-19 in the UK, and I guarantee you it's the same here. It's just, they're not, they're, it's just as they always do it. They're slow walking it out. Eventually we will get this information. 82% of those dying of COVID-19 in the UK are fully vaccinated. 75% of their hospitalizations for COVID-19 are fully vaccinated. Dr. David Samadhi tweet. You wonder why? Here's the slow walk right here. The FDA wants the, wants the public to wait until the year 2076. 2076, a full 55 years from now, for them to release the information it relied on to deem Pfizer's vaccine safe for usage. Did you know what this is right here? Absolute facts. They are in on you know basically a trial or a hearing. The FDA wants the public to wait until year 2076, 55 years from now, for the FDA to release the information it relied on 
to deem Pfizer's vaccine safe for usage. They said they can release 500 pages a month for the next 659 months. That makes me want to see the data right now. Why would they not want it? Are you like that with anything that you're telling the truth about? Or are you like that whenever you're lying about something? It's absolute bold-faced lies, and they don't want to release it for 55 years. Why would that be? And again, I say to all the conservatives, and then you take their vaccine? Listen, I expect the libtards to line up around the block for their third, their fourth, their fifth, their 27th booster. I expect that, but I don't expect it from Ben Shapiro. I don't expect it from Sean Hannity. I don't expect it from Ted Cruz. And you're sitting there, you're taking the Pfizer. The Moderna, Moderna is partners with the NIH, just so everybody knows. That's on video. Francis Collins absolutely says it. The head of the NIH, he says, we are partners with Moderna. They have a vested financial interest. The federal government and all the scientists at the NIH have a vested interest in Moderna's success. And then you take their vaccine. Then you see... The FDA doesn't want to release the information that they used to approve comerity and to give emergency youth authorization to Pfizer's vaccine and Moderna's vaccine. They don't want to release that for 55 years. And then a conservative or a Christian takes their vaccine or a Christian lines up their child or a conservative lines up their child and pumps their child's veins full of an mRNA vaccination that Dr. Robert W. Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology, tells you, don't do it. You're not holding to the truth. You're just like the devil. And it's funny how this all works out to kill people. Murderer from the beginning. Just like the Democratic Party, they are murderers from the beginning. Talk radio video, booster jabs will be added to the COVID pass. Play it for me. You know, they're now making great play of the fact, oh, well, you know, the vaccine's very good, but it does fade away and you have to get your booster. I mean, are we now looking at an eternal future of getting a government injection every five months? Well, I'm not because I'm not having a booster because I know what my antibody levels are and I might check those again in a few months time. Eventually I won't check them anymore because we have to start to live with this. At the moment, I would say we should live with it like flu. It's about as risky as flu. And in another year, we'll have to live with it just like a common cold. There are, there are four coronaviruses that regularly come round year after year, which is what about half of our common colds are. And this is the fifth coronavirus that's going to join that group. And as it spreads and as people catch it, what happens is it gets easier to transmit, but it gets less severe. And so it will just be a bit of a sniffle and you will shake it off. And But at the moment, it's like a flu. And the hospitals aren't under pressure from COVID at the moment. They're under pressure from all what the government has done in lockdowns and stay at home, protect the NHS, don't come to hospital and discharging patients to care homes. That's why hospitals at the moment are struggling, not because of COVID. Yeah, and the care home patients are now coming back to the hospitals because the care homes yes. haven't got any staff. See, the hospitals aren't having a problem at all. The only, if, you've, if you actually followed this, I followed this. The, there was actually a website, and I can't remember the name of it now, but if I can, I'll get it for you. 
And I followed this. It's Becker's. It's Becker's something, something report. It's a hospital staffing report every day. It's got, if you're a hospital worker before COVID and all that, if you wanted jobs, it shows where all the jobs were. They were showing layoffs day by day. It was hundreds of thousands of doctors, nurses, hospital workers being laid off. A lot of those people have not been hired back on. So whenever you see there's, they're being overrun. Put, yeah, put that up, Aaron. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Don't do that. All right. There we go. You got it? Aaron's telling me to keep talking. Great. So here we go. But here's the thing. A lot of those, so whenever you're hearing we're being overrun and that there's not enough staffing, the, the, which, what's actually happened is people were, la- were laid off long before this. And this is the same in the UK where that talk radio show is. They've not been rehired. So when you hear that they're short staff, again, that's Potomac two-step talk. Where they said, you know what, we are, you know, they always say we're cutting the budget. They're never cutting the budget. They're cutting race, uh, rates of increase. It's the same thing here. Where there's only 60% of the staff there, and now we're short, we can't treat all the patients because of what they did. And not only that, but on top of all the layoffs during the initial COVID spike, now they're laying off, I mean, New York alone, 72,000 nurses. 72,000 nurses who refuse to take the jab are laid off in the state of New York. And then they will tell you, we're being overrun. We're being, oh yeah, you're overrun because you have a hospital with uh, beds in the hundreds and you only have five or six people to work it because everybody was laid off during COVID because you canceled everything. It's so funny how the opposite works every single time, how there's an opposite outcome of everything that the left says that they're trying to do, trying to save people's lives. They don't want the hospitals to overrun and then cause them to be overrun. Go ahead and throw that up here if you can. Just you can follow this if you want to follow hospital layoffs right here. Becker's Hospital Review. All right, back to me. I just wanted you to see my sources. Some of you asked for them, just so you know, that's exactly where I got it from. And that's the problems that you're seeing. All right, New York Post uh, pick. Vials labeled. Here are the people that everybody, this is Merck, trusts with their lives. Conservatives, many, many Christians. You know, I'm not, you know, they're closing their churches unless you're vaccinated. I guess you're not supposed to lay hands on the sick and see them recover anymore. They're not allowed in your building. So, you know, we got to, in order, we got to make sure that you're a good community partner at the expense of Jesus. You're a great community partner and a good neighbor at the expense of Jesus. And you call yourself a Christian. You're a Christian without Jesus. Think about that. But here's the people that, that everybody is trusting. It's funny that the right will not trust anybody, will not trust the left, doesn't trust big corporations. The left didn't used to trust, trust big corporations. And now everybody does. Look at this. Vials labeled smallpox. Discovered in Pennsylvania lab freezer. Well, that's a nice thing. You know, in, in my freezer, you'll find some, uh, some vegetables that have been frozen back there for 15 years because I never eat them. But here in this Pennsylvania lab, you'll find uh, frozen vials of smallpox, which smallpox has a 33% death rate sitting in a freezer at Merck. And these are the people you're trusting jamming an MRA vaccination into your veins. COVID-1984 video. Do, new Dr. Dr. Fauci says the earliest would have taken four to five years. Listen to the timelines of what is normal and what happened with the COVID vaccine. Play for me. The example that you did about how we went from a sequence of a virus on January 10th, 2020, to getting the first dose of a highly effective and safe vaccine into the arms of people in the middle of December, which is 
less than 11 and a half months. I mean, that is beyond uh, unprecedented. I mean, I've been developing vaccines through the Institute for the last 40 years. And the earliest we've ever done was four to five years, much less 11 months. And to get those people together in a multidisciplinary approach that if they had been working separately, it would have taken years. No need to hear the, what I wanted you to hear more than anything was usually four to five years. That's even that's even that's before that's not FDA approved. It's four to five years really to get into clinical trials. It was done in eleven months, and people are lining up. And he sits there, and that goof stick next to him sits there and smiles as, as if it's some great accomplishment. At minimum. At minimum, and believe me, I know, you can send me the stats if you want because I know about the Thomas Rents lawsuit, which alleges another 50,000 people have died. I know that many people believe, believe that it's between 150 and 200,000 Americans that have actually died. Only talking about Americans here. We know confirmed in Brazil, 32,000 people have died of the vax. European Union, 32,000 people died died of the vax. In Israel, which most of their people, 95% of their severe hospitalizations are fully vaxxed. They're not allowed to release adverse effects of the vaccines per contract with Pfizer. Facts, absolutely true. So I know that at absolute minimum, 18,000 Americans etching now towards 19,000 have dropped dead of the vaccine. Per the VAERS report, the vaccine adverse effects report, not to mention the thrombosis, the myocarditis, the pericarditis, the miscarriages, all the other things, the Bell's palsies, everything else, all the other adverse effects. I'm just simply focusing on the deaths. There's been, I believe, somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 to 180,000. I want to put it right. I know it's, I know it's over 120,000 uh, uh, adverse effects that have been reported. Or maybe, no, it's way more than that. I'm sorry, I'm getting it wrong. I'm getting my numbers confused. I'm not getting the death part confused. Yeah, if you guys, if you find that VAERS report somewhere, go ahead and pull it up. It's on our it's on our Telegram. But anyway, I believe maybe 800,000. <laughs> I'm just blowing up the, uh, the wrong number on the total uh, vaccine adverse effects reported to the VAERS. But anyway, for sure, it's 18,000 plus, now etching towards 19,000 confirmed deaths. And you have Fauci sitting there smiling. Yeah, throw that up, guys. You're the best. Throw it, oh, there. Yeah, I knew it was 800,000. Throw it up on there, would you? There you go. Yeah, just mute it because it's got us some music on it. There you go. So there it is. 18,000. There it is. 875,000 actual reports. And there you have, back to me. So you have Fauci sitting there grinning about what a great triumph it is. 18,000 people at minimum, at minimum have died. And by the, and the Harvard, that bastion of right-wing conservatism, the Harvard study that came out about the VAERS report is that the VAERS is only receiving 1% of the vaccine adverse effects data. 1%. Why? Because it takes too long to fill it out and doctors and nurses are being lazy or they don't have time. That's what's happening. All right, I just went black. Good, back on. I see a different screen than all of you guys. So as my screen goes black, it freaks me out. I can't see nothing. So that's the absolute truth. And you have have him sitting there marveling, marveling at, Usually it takes us four to five years, which by the way is wrong. He um, at, at, Ask Fauci. Oh yeah, when, when did you develop a vaccine for the common cold, which is a coronavirus? When did you develop a vaccine for HIV AIDS? Never. This man's never accomplished a thing in his life and has never treated a patient in his life. And I actually watched, this is, a, you've got to, you've got to watch this. It's Dr. Scott Atlas on Tucker Carlson. 
talked about his meetings with the coronavirus task force, which was headed by Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci, and talked about how they were actually juvenile, the two of them. They had no preparation. They had no data. They were, they pronounced, look at this now, they actually pronounced the names of diseases and drugs wrong. These people are way out of their element. It's not even that they're out of the, uh, their element. They're demonic. And they're actually trying to pimp and whore vaccines only at the detriment of Americans. And not, and not to mention remdesivir, which I'll get to in just a minute. But he marvels at his, it's not even his accomplishments, got nothing to do with him. For It's not an accomplishment, it's an absolute uh, holocaust. Marveling at it only took us 11 months when it takes 4 to 5 years. 18 plus 19,000 deaths soon of confirmed deaths in America from the vaccine. And you're you're marveling at yourself. All right, Kyle Becker. South Korea mask usage, 98.9%. South Korea reported biggest daily jump in coronavirus infections. (laughs) <laughs> mass vaccinations, mass vaccinations. And I, I can't remember. I actually had the slide of them at one point from arounding the earth of what they're, I may have it. I'll see if I can find it. South Korea reported its biggest daily jump in coronavirus infections since the start of the pandemic as hundreds of thousands of mass students took to the highly competitive college entries exam. Go to the next one for me, Kyle, uh, Kyle Becker. The brainless, unscientific, lamestream media heralded South Korea as an example for the world to follow. Good, I do have it. Here we go. Rounding the earth. Here they are. Now, they were heralded. Look at, look at how great South Korea is doing. Now, South Korea... Their vaccination rate is 70 plus percent. In order to qualify for rounding the earth slides on this, you had to have a vaccination rate of 70%. So they're 98% masked, 70 plus percent vaccinated. South Korea sees, notice the date on there, November 4th, 2021. South Korea sees 393% more cases and 37.2% more deaths per day since starting to vaccinate most of its population. So leave that up before vaccinating. They had what they had. And now since mass vaccinations, since mass vaccinations, 393% increase in cases, 37% increase in COVID-19 deaths. And what's the answer? The mainstream media, it says, you know what? The and Joe Biden, Boris Johnson, Angela Merkel, Justin Trudeau, Emmanuel Macron, the World Economic Forum, Prince Charles, Klaus Schwab, they will all tell you that you need to vaccinate your way out of the pandemic. It sounds like you need to vaccinate yourself dead. These are the statistics. They are without dispute. It's exact. Those are exactly right. Epic Times tweet. CDC should be transparent with data on natural immunity. Instead, we get glimpses from FOIA requests like this one. Dr. Marty McCurry says, CDC Gov says it has no records. The CDC says it has no records of people who are naturally immune transmitting COVID-19. Leave this up. The CDC has, they cannot prove that anybody who who has natural immunity of COVID can even possibly transmit COVID. We know the vaccinated transmit COVID. We know the unvaccinated transmit COVID, but the seat would, they have absolute proof of both of those things, but they have absolutely no data that says those who are naturally immune 
transmit COVID. You know what those are? Facts again. There it is. This, these are without dispute, folks. It's not right-wing conspiracy. It's from the CDC. Right, let's go to the next one, N- NBC News pick. Hot, here's from Dr. Fauci. This is from NBC News. So you know that it's, it's reliable, quote-unquote. Hospitalizations rising among fully vaccinated. Leave this up. Here's the thing I want you to know. I told you earlier. Remember what was said by Dr. Peter McCullough. He said that Israel, 95% of their severe COVID hospitalizations, fully vaxxed, 85 to 90% of all their COVID-19 hospitalizations, fully vaxxed, 75% of of the UK's hospitalizations for COVID-19, fully vaxxed, 82% of COVID-19 deaths in the UK, fully vaxxed. Now, he said that they're ahead of us. How are they ahead of us in releasing the data? Here comes ours. Here it comes. Simply pray this with me right now. Lord, release it all. Even if they don't want to release, even if Fauci, the NIH, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the World Economic Forum, even if they don't release it all, expose them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Pray these specific things. Expose them, Lord. Expose these statistics in Jesus' mighty name. Here it's coming. It's coming out. And I've prayed this before. You probably heard. Leave this up. You probably heard me pray this before. That it would be so blatant, so audacious, that even the lamestream media has to report it. It's coming, folks. We are turning this thing around. We will win. We will win. Hospitalizations rising among the fully vaccinated in the United States. Fauci says, Fauci's got to watch himself right now. He knows he's already perjured himself a dozen times. He's got to watch himself. What we're starting to see now is an uptick in hospitalizations among people who've been vaccinated. Here it comes, but not boosted. So you're going to see that you can bring it back to me. So now what you're going to see, of course, is they're going to put the same nonsensical stuff as this data comes out in the United States because our data is, it's the same vaccine, folks. We're taking the Pfizer. We're taking the Moderna. England's taking the Moderna and the Pfizer. Israel's taking the Pfizer. It's all the same. It's all the same data. I'm telling you right now that 80%, 80% of our COVID deaths in the United States are fully vaccinated people. There's no way that it's not. We're no different than the Israelis. We're no different than the people from Great Britain. They're no, we're no different. They're lying to you here and they're starting to lame stream it out to you. Slow roll it out to you. That's what they're trying to do. That's why you need to pray that it gets exposed. Because we, our stats are identical, I guarantee you. Why would they be any different? But what they're going to do is you're going to have that exact factual data. 82% of COVID deaths are fully vaccinated people. And the response will be, vaccinate them again. Remember, remember the vein that I'm on? Absolute factual data responded to with absolute nonsense and lies. That's what it is. You can't. There's no other way to make sense out of it. That's exactly what's going on. It's the delusion of our time. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, the emotionally manipulative message by a political leader is premised on bad science. Here we have Kathy Hochul, governor of New York. The vaccine does not stop disease transmission. Vaccinating children is neither necessary nor sufficient to end the pandemic. But what does she say? I want every child to get vaccinated so they're safe. 
What's what what what's the this is from the Ionitis Stanford study. Ionitis Stanford, that bastion of right wing conservatism. You want Kathy Hogel, noted baby butchering monstrosity that she is. There's not a baby in the world that she would not gladly abort. But she wants every child to get vaccinated, though, so that they're safe. As long as they escape the womb, of which 2 million per year are butchered in America alone, 60 million worldwide, of which, of course, she supports. But she wants children to be safe, right? I want every child to, be, to get vaccinated so they're safe. 99.997% post-infection survival rate from the Stanford Ionitis study. She wants them to keep, keep, be kept safe from what? And where were these, why did she not put out these mass vaccination uh, edicts for the flu, which a child is seven to 20 times more likely to die of? They don't get, they don't, so that if they're safe, they don't get their neighbors sick. Every study has shown that children are not significant vectors of COVID-19. They don't get it. They don't get symptoms of it. They don't die. They don't die from it and they don't transmit it. That's every single study, but never let that, never let the truth get in the way of what Kathy Hochul pukes out of her mouth and they don't get their parents or grandparents sick. They don't already, Kathy. She's lying. So if they're bold faced lying, there must be another agenda. The agenda is to mark you, control you, distance you, and oligarch over you. That is what they want to do. That's been the mission from day one. And what did the American church do? The American church grabbed their ankles. Not me, not Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, not Jonathan Jonathan Shuttlesworth, not Tony Spell, not Arthur Pulaski, and several other churches. I don't, and there's, there's scattered churches and do credit to all of you that never locked down, never closed, never social distanced, never masked. Do credit to all of you. If you are going to a church, Tommy, you say this every time. I don't care. If you are going to a church that ever locked down, that ever required masks, that ever put out alcohol jail stations, that ever social distance, that made you sit in COVID clumps in lawn chairs, that you brought yourself to church so that one butt wouldn't give another butt COVID. If you ever went to a church like that and your pastor has not publicly come out and said these three words, I was wrong, you are going to the wrong church. That guy, that gal will close again. They're opening right now because it's politically expedient for them. But when it's not, they will close again and grab a hold of a bunch more PPP money. I never closed. I've never social distanced. I've never worn a mask. The only time I've ever worn a mask was they made me to go visit patients in the hospital. I've never worn a mask. I never locked down for a second. I've never put out alcohol jail stations. I never had teams come out between services and spray off our seats. I've never quarantined. If you have, you need to repent. If you're a Christian leader, you need to publicly repent. Now, don't you see what's happening now? The proliferation of vaccine passports. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. And you think you were right to lock down? And now you have pastors closing their sanctuaries but opening them up to pimp and whore vaccines. You wonder why? Because they received millions of dollars of PPP money. They didn't lose their jobs while their congregations did. All right, COVID-1984 tweet, breaking news, Pfizer hid, and this is, people are going to put this in their veins. You're going to put the, you're going to put a Pfizer vaccine in your veins. Pfizer hid from public the number of deaths in COVID clinical trials. Actual number was 21, which was six more than was reported. You're like, that's not that big a deal. 
Four more than the unvaccinated group. Let's look at how big a deal it is. Leave that up for me. Let's look at how big a deal it is. This is just a trial. 21 people died of COVID-19 taking the vaccine in the trial. 17 people died of COVID-19 not taking the vaccine in the trial. Whoops. Whoops. And now you fill your veins full of that stuff. Let's go to the next one. Glenn Beck tweet. Remember when we thought it was odd the government tried to shut down the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Does it make more sense now? The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is not a gene therapy. It's not altering your genetic materials. It does not, let's leave it up, it does not change your body, does not give your body antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome like mRNA vaccinations do. Changing your body from a fighter of viruses into an usher of viruses. Vaccine is an mRNA and the government co-owned its main competitor. Who does the government co-own? Moderna. Francis Collins stated it publicly. It's on video. Pull it up on YouTube. Francis Collins, head of the NIH slash Moderna. You'll find it. It's right there. Now COVID-1984 tweet. Most vaccinated place in the world just canceled Christmas. (laughs) That's Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Here it is, Gibraltar, Gibraltar, try saying this, Gibraltarian government has just announced that official Christmas parties, official receptions, and similar gatherings have all been canceled. Ho, 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 ho. Great job, COVID Cave and Christians. Fantastic job. Health minute, don't worry, we're only 21 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. Fantastic job, COVID caving pastors. Don't act like you're not. Please don't stop labeling yourself Patriot Pastor. Stop saying you hate Joe Biden because, Pastor, the reason why Joe Biden is elected president is because you caved. You strapped masks on your face, locked down your church. You gave validity to the nonsensical argument that COVID-19, a 99.9% survival virus, is the bubonic plague. Therefore, creating what was a fraudulent election, creating all the aspects of a fraudulent election, everybody's terrified to come in and vote. So you put on sucker boxes on every urban center in the country, fraudulently electing Joe Biden as president. It's your fault. You need to repent. Health Minister Samantha Sacramento said this week, the drastic increase in the numbers of people testing positive for COVID, their entire population is vaccinated. Their entire, uh, here comes my Christian cuss word, freaking population is vaccinated the drastic quote the drastic increase in the numbers of people testing positive for COVID-19 in recent days is a stark reminder that the virus is still very prevalent in our community you're fully vaccinated how can it be I would love love to see their hospitalization vaccine stats I guarantee you they're the same as Israel's. I guarantee you they're the same as Great Britain's where 82% of their COVID deaths are fully vaccinated people. Seek for Truth tweet. Tesco supermarket launches new festive advert advertisement with Santa using a vaccine passport to enter the UK. Again, I say I just applaud everybody. I applaud the COVID-caving American church, the COVID-caving church in Australia, the COVID-caving church in Canada, the COVID-caving church in Africa, the COVID-caving church in the UK, the COVID-caving church in France, and everywhere else. Look what you have now. Do you ever read your Bible that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark? 
Do you see it? And why are you not preaching it instead of love chapter 27 that you kiped off the internet from a year ago? You coward. Aaron Ginn video. Remember when Czech Republic was used as an example for masking and contract tracing? Play it for me. The Czech Republic has announced additional measures as new cases hit the highest level to date. A ban stopping unvaccinated people accessing public events and services will start from Monday. Caretaker Prime Minister Andrei Babish says negative tests will no longer be accepted as permission to enter events and service establishments. Well, we now know the, ca- the Czech Republic is run by testicularly challenged men. We know that now. Because they just keep caving and caving and caving and caving. You better stand, Czech Republic, or you're going to lose. Remember remember when it used to be Baltic states and Baltic state wars and you were behind the Iron Curtain? Well, this curtain is thicker than the Iron Curtain and it's heading your way. You had better stand. Negative tests no longer work. You will have to take your mark. I'm sorry, not your mark. Oh, that couldn't be. Could it, COVID caving pastor? Couldn't be that he causes all both small and great. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your mark of the beast. I mean your COVID passport, right? You'd better stand now or the iron curtain that's going to fall on top of you will make the old one look like nothing. Don't believe me? Here's Here's an interesting video. Absolutely diabolical. I'm going to stand... For what? No, no, this is a different one. Dr. Conservative, I'm, I'm off track again. Papers, please. Primary school teacher in Croatia. All these countries that used to be behind the Iron Curtain. This is in, in Croatia. Arrested for not having a COVID passport. Play it for me. Hey. Now, can you feel the love tonight? Great job, Christian lovers. Great job. Remember how loving you were? Love thy neighbor. Just let it, let it roll. Love thy neighbor. Remember? Remember that? You're like, Tom, why do you crawl all over Christians? Because judgment begins at the house of God first. First Peter chapter four, verse 17. See my, see my theology is the Bible. Not what Anthony Fauci says, not what Donald Trump says with, with operation warp speed, not what the NIH says, not what the NIAID says, nothing but the Bible. The Bible says when there's a disease, you bind it. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I took up your infirmities and carried your diseases. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. That's where I stand, period. This is what you ushered in, COVID caving Christian. Right here. When you quarantine, you sent out your stupid Facebook pictures of quarantine day seven. We're baking cookies today. And tomorrow we're going to paste leaves on a poster board. Congratulations, lovers. Because we just love people so much. So we strap lies on our face called mass. We conduct lies called lockdowns. This is what you usher in. Nothing else but tyranny because you didn't stand in the word of God. Show me lockdowns in the word of God. Show me quarantines in the word of God. Show me vaccines in the word of God. You will not find, well, that's making life awfully simplistic. You know, you have to use wisdom, Tom, really. First Corinthians chapter one, verse 21. For since in the wisdom of God, in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. So when you sit there and you throw out that, you, when you throw out, you have to use wisdom, you're idolatrous. You're, you, are, you are preaching 
heresy. You are adding to the word of God. And when you add to the word of God, he adds to you the plagues that are written in this book. And you will be reproved and be found to be a liar. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 6. Don't add and don't subtract to the word of God. All right, seek for truth video. Here's another one. I don't, I don't even need to, to line it up. Here's a woman that the COVID police, COVID, because only thing she did wrong was she doesn't have a vaccine passport. So the COVID police came to her business and emptied her refrigerators. Play it for me. Good evening, everybody. Today is November the 18th. It's approximately 8 o'clock in the evening. Tonight, I'm joined by Anna Redfern down at her business. And Cinema and Co, as you all and know, yes, and her son, one of her sons, as you know, yesterday she boldly stood up to um, the Welsh government and told them she will not be enforcing the vaccine passport in her business. And tragically, sadly, tonight, um, enforcement officers has turned up from the local county of Swansea City, and they have slapped her business with lots of different enforcements. Anna, how are you feeling? Yes, quite uh, distraught, um, but um, very motivated. I'm feeling very supported. I'm going to um, stand by what I believe. And uh, yeah, they turned up when we weren't even open. Um, an off-duty member of staff let them in. And um, we were due to open about an hour after their arrival. They waited and, um, of course, members of staff turned up mm. and uh, they were very intimidating to I saw, them. I saw the video. Yeah, they um, they took all the food out of uh, my fridges. Wow. Uh, not that there's a lot. So there you go. Congratulations again. This is why you don't cave. And you don't think that can happen here? This is Houston. Play it for me. You give Houston here's the department. Houston Health Department. You got this in a two or three and a four, right? Yeah. No, after. Houston Health Department. Houston Health Department. Uh, I'm an initial for Houston Health Department. How are you doing today? Houston Health Department. Uh-huh. We've gone around the community informing everyone they can get their routine for the coronavirus. Have you been vaccinated? Uh, Matt, uh, which one did you get? Uh, how many? To me? So you don't think it can happen here? And I, and I just want to ask all the COVID cavers out there, how is that going to feel when they come to your door like that? That's in Houston, freaking Texas. And they come to your door, just like they did in Welsh in the UK. Came to, the, came to her business, emptied out her refrigerators, intimidated her staff. Now you have, you, uh, what was it, Houston, the Houston Health Department coming and asking about your vaccination status, which, by the way, is private. This is the United States of America. I wish you knew. You know, where, where are we at, guys? Where am I at? Elijah Schaefer. Okay. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm blowing it tonight. Apologize to you. Thank you for sticking with me. All right, Elijah Schaefer tweet. Is this normal? Let's go to the pics, Will. Here you go. NPR Books editor Petra Mayer has died. Chris Dottrick postponed shows after daughter dies suddenly. Angie Badish, beloved South Lion music teacher, died suddenly over the weekend. Go to the next one. A Philadelphia fusion player dies. New Jersey teen dies. Memorial Health for Oceanside Middle School student who died. Cleveland police mourn lieutenant who died suddenly this month. Sussex County makeup artist, beloved mom and wife Elizabeth dies. Next one. 
John, uh, St. John cardiologist and inspiring spirit dies suddenly. Former Mets relief pitcher Pedro Feliciano dies at 45. Tributes to schoolgirl 12 dies. Mom 28 dies. All of them what? Vaccinated. This is not normal. It is not normal at all. Yeah, put that side by side, Aaron, because it's got no sound. Uh, yeah, right there. And this is just, I want you to see, this is an Ezra Levant video playing side by side. And it's that quick, so it's hard to see. So you can, if you want to, save this video and you can download the information yourself. These are all the people that are dying of this vaccine. Why, where are the headlines? Look at, the, look at how young these people are. Look, as, look at what is happening. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are dying because of this vaccine. They are dying from capillary blood clotting. They are dying from pyocarditis and myocarditis. They are dying from antibody enhancement, uh, antibody dependent enhancement syndrome. They can't fight off disease. People are dying from this and it's not being reported. And it's in the thousands because these people are of their father, the devil, who was a murderer from the beginning. Everything that the globalist left does is about killing human beings. 60 million abortions per year, a hundred million plus abortions since the beginning of COVID mitigations in 2020, 400 million people starved to death because of COVID mitigations. When you shut down the first world, the third world does not eat. And now they're adding to their numbers. Then they created COVID-19 in the lab themselves. Anthony Fauci funded it. Peter Daszak funded Funded it. Bill Gates funded it. The CCP funded it. The United States government funded it. They created the COVID-19 virus, which has killed a couple of million people. Everything they do. And then their response to what is killing kills more people. Because, listen, the, fact, the Bible is always right. You are either for God or you are for the spirit of the prince of the power of the air, which is the devil. And he is a murderer from the beginning. Follow the bodies. Bill Gates said he wants to lower the earth's population using vaccines. He's been caught with sterilizing agents. It is not right-wing conspiracy. It is on the World Health Organization's website. He's been caught with sterilizing agents inside of his polio vaccines. More people have died of his vaccines than polio itself. Facts. So, so that, that's the truth. It's the absolute truth. Where are we at, guy? Which one? COVID-19, COVID-19 breaking? Yep. Here's Florida responding. Play it for me. Now, Republican lawmakers in the House did exactly what Governor DeSantis wanted them to do here, which is approve all four bills that were on the table related to COVID vaccine mandates. The biggest one, House Bill 1, that's going to impact a lot of Floridians. I just want to make clear that this was the House approving all four of these bills. Later today, they're going to go across the hall to the Senate, where the Senate will chime in on this. But here's where we stand right now. House passing all four bills. House Bill 1, the biggest. What this is going to do, if I think we've got a graphic that you might be able to pull up, it is going to ban governments from mandating vaccines for government employees. Although private businesses will be allowed to have vaccine mandates, they're going to have to allow exemptions, medical exemption, religious exemption. If you've already had COVID, you're immune, you're also exempt. 
businesses, private businesses, would also have to uh, allow employees to wear PPE or get regular testing in lieu of a vaccination. This bill that was also passed will also impact school children. School kids will not be required to wear masks, will not require to be vaccinated. That's all in the House bill that was just approved. Several other bills related to public records about Florida possibly someday withdrawing from OSHA. Everything passed here in the Republican-controlled House. Now it goes over to the Senate. There's going to be some debate on that later today with a vote possibly happening tonight, maybe early tomorrow morning. Ooh-wee, it feels good to be sitting in Inglewood, Florida. It feels great. It really does. Thank goodness that we have a great, great governor. And again, I just marvel at Dr. Rodney Howard Brown gets arrested, setting the church free, at least in the United States and to me, globally. And then still most, most, most churches, most pastors in Florida with Ron DeSantis as your governor, you still closed. You know, that's, that's not even, you know what? That's not even having your cojones cut off. That's actual transformation into being feminine. That's way more than going and having them lopped off. You went and you are, you are transgender. When, when you when you can't even stand when Ron DeSantis is your governor, you are not a male. You're not. Conservative news tweet. Switching now to Joe Biden. Conservative news off of vaccines to Joe Biden. One in the same, but. Conservative news tweet. I told you this is how I've been praying that they would turn on themselves. Dems almost brawled during a wild meeting. He had a meeting with Democrats and they almost came to blows. Read the bottom. You're stupid. Tempers flares. Democrats nearly come to blows. They are starting to turn on each other. Pray this with me. Pray those two. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. We pray that they turn on each other. We pray that those two would turn on Joe Biden. That, that's already happened between Kamala and Joe. Kamala and Harris and Joe Biden. Make them turn on each other even more. Saki on Biden. Make them turn on each other, Lord. Exposing their corruption. Exposing their heresy. Exposing their murderous ways. In Jesus' name. And Lord, to the place where even the mainstream media has to report it. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Ted Abram tweet. Spear, we're winning, folks. We're winning. You have to endure. Don't take that vaccine to keep your job. You get saved and have Jesus be your provider if you're not saved. If you are saved, he's already your provider. Stand in it. Spear, we're turning this around. Spear is the 15th House Democrat. She is Nancy Pelosi's best buddy. They're from San Francisco together. House Democrat to decline to run for re-election in 2022 and the ninth to retire outright. We are winning. They are scared to death of what's coming in 2022 because they are going to lose bad. And we're not, listen, we're not going to, some of the, Ben Sass isn't up for re-election. Mitt Romney's not up for re-election, but just using them as symbols. We're not electing the Ben Sasses. We're not electing the Susan Collins and the Mitt Romneys. We are electing true Republicans in 2022, true conservatives, many of whom are Christians. COVID-1984 video, Brandon versus Biden. Play it for me. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. But our patience is wearing thin. Get vaccinated. 
I've lived in Ascension Parish my whole life. Born and raised in the grocery business. We're currently at 15 stores now and the goal is to get to the mid thirties. A year ago, grocery folks, first responders, we were all heroes. The problem here is the mandate itself. It puts a wedge between me and my staff having to make them decide whether or not they want to get this vaccine or I could potentially have to terminate them. The other option is multiple testing on all my staff every single week. And that burden is on the employee. You know, you're talking about $1,500 a month. You know, that, that's ridiculous. The Biden administration's vaccine mandate is illegal. It's about excessive government overreach and using a federal agency such as OSHA to try to implement a vaccine requirement within the workplace. It's not about the vaccine. It's about an abuse of power. For people like Brandon, the consequences could be absolutely devastating. These are people that we know. These are our friends and neighbors. It's just, that's the nature of a small business. Brandon does not feel that that's his responsibility. He doesn't want to uh, interfere with the livelihood of his employees. I built an entire life off of this company as a career. If this mandate goes through, It'll be a career down a drain for me, 17 years. We're already short-staffed. I'm expecting probably a 10 to 20% decrease in employees right away walking out the door. This is not an anti-vaccine case. This is an anti-mandate case. It doesn't make a difference to me whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, but it's my right as a United States citizen to challenge this that I think is an overreach of the federal government. And I'm gonna stand on firm on what I believe. As soon as the mandate was announced, we were filing in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals and the next day they granted brand. That is what you do. You stand, period. And I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, but there might be a few people that are watching. And my producer Aaron just brought this up to me. When Ron DeSantis signed the bill, which was a whole bunch of anti-vaccine mandate separate bills, I believe Aaron told me there was four of them. Where was it signed? In Brandon Florida, one hour north of where I'm standing right now, where I'm sitting right now. God bless Ron DeSantis. Steve Cortez video. The Democrats have openly become the party that hates white people. If you hate black people, you're a racist. If you hate Hispanics, you're a racist. If you hate white people, you are a racist. Simple as that. Play it for me. The Democrats have openly become a party that hates white people. You may not want to hear that, but it's true. It's unpleasant to acknowledge that reality, especially for millions of people, and I'm one of them, whose parents and grandparents were once proud Democrats. But don't let that legacy bias obscure your thinking now, today, in 2021. The left openly, loudly hates white people. That's the reality. How else can you explain CRT or the constant removal of historic statues? More specifically though, they particularly hate white men. And if those white men happen to be blue collar, well, they're just beyond the pale to these ruling class elites. Talking about people like Walmart CEO, Doug McMillan, who forced employees to endure anti-white quote, sensitivity training or people like General Mark Milley, who subjects our brave warriors to similar garbage in the US military, or to MSNBC anchors who use their platforms to spew toxic cultural anti-white pollution. You just have to see the state of America right now. And you know, here, here is this an Ian Miles Chong video. This is all under Biden's tutelage. Now ask yourself this. Here we are in November, 2021. 
Last year at this time, Donald Trump was president. And then the four years prior to that, and even, you know what, Barack Obama and George Bush before that, Clinton before that, George, George Herbert Walker Bush before that, Ronald Reagan before that, even Jimmy Carter before that. Ask yourself, have you ever seen this before in your life? This has happened exclusively, exclusively under the reign of Joe Biden. Play it for me. SMH people don't care these days. Got it? Get the fuck out of here! That's charges now, bro. Get it! That's the soul, man. Last one. We're not trying, we are. They're trying to load it the back of the so there you go. That's that was not happening before. That has happened because of the reign of the Biden regime. That was not happening before. Where are the cops? Where are the citizens that stand? None, because nobody will stand because we have become a lawless society. And lo and behold, it's I'm sure that it's just absolutely just by chance. It's just by coincidence that everybody can be lawfully masked now, right? Absolute losses. And they will not. And every single Democratic hub right now is decriminalizing theft. Up, up and past right now in the state of Florida, any theft. I was a cop for 25 years, 92 to 2017. Any theft above $300 is a grand theft. You can steal up to $950 worth of merchandise in Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco without it being a felony. So people go in there and and have calculators in hand and calculate exactly up to $949 and 99 cents and steal out as much as they possibly can walk out. And everyone just stands there. It watch the DNC watch by the time there's another DNC democratic national convention, they will no longer call uh, theft theft. They will no longer call thieves thieves. And here's another, I want to give you another example of white supremacist terrorism. Remember we were accused, all the white people were accused of terrorizing the Asian community. And again, I don't, this has got nothing to do with race. I'm just saying, where is the white supremacist terrorism? The only reason I know there's white supremacists and I know that there's racist white people and I know there's violent white people, but what I'm asking is culturally speaking, where is the white supremacist terrorist videos like this one of white people terrorizing the Asian community? Play it for me.
America, ladies and gentlemen, it's got nothing to do with race. I'm not attacking white people, black people, Hispanic people, or anybody else. I'm attacking the lies. White supremacist terrorism, according to Christopher Wray, the head of the Gestapo for the Democratic Party, FBI, and Joe Biden says that is the most grievous threat to America, white supremacist terrorism, where it's simply used just like COVID to distance you, mark you, control you, and subjugate you. That's all that it's about. And that's in to keep you quiet. Stand strong. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. Stand firm then. Do not give an inch. And do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. A yoke of slavery is having a wooden block with just enough room for your neck to go through, your head gets put through, and then it closes down on top of you. Do not be yoked again to a yoke of slavery. Don't let it happen. Do not be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Lots of videos to follow. We've got a couple church advertisements. It won't take very long. Lots of videos to follow. Love you all back here. That Saturday night, 1030, including on the Christian Television Network. Love you all. Thank you. Listen to me. Thank you all. Thank you for watching. I really love you all. Let's stand together in Jesus' name. God bless you. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLively.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLively.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.